You're listening to the Homegrown Faith Podcast. I'm Joe Clark, and I'm chatting with my fellow pastor and friend, Richard Sweatman, about God, the Bible, and life lived growing our faith in Jesus. This podcast is coming to you from Hunter Bible Church in Newcastle. Joe Clark, good afternoon. How are you doing there? <laughs> I'm well, thanks, brother. How are you? Yeah, yep, pretty good. Um, no, enjoying enjoying the week, spending a lot of time with people, and mm. about lovely people at that. So, um, no, it's been good. Oh, that's good. Well, yeah. I've spent my afternoon exercising self-control. Oh, yeah. Which leads me to tell you about what I was going to tell you about today. Mm. Um, mm. Perfect segue. So it is the perfect time at the moment to be capitalising on having a pool. Yeah. And I have been giving myself a challenge. I'm currently – I'm having three dip days. We're basically <laughs> – have a long swim. It's literally like a jump in – one one end of the pool to the other end of the pool back again and it's a nine meter pool so it's not a big swim and then jump out again in the hot weather it's just so fun and so I got home we just you and I were both at a um, a gathering today of people in ministry around the hunter and it's hot it's 29 degrees and I was driving home and I was like right I've got the podcast do I have time for a dip <laughs> and I thought Joe focus stay focused <laughs> and so I didn't have a dip but man I've been really loving it and if anyone had told me that this could be my life, I would have been like, nah, because pools mm. so much effort, but it's actually proven to be super fun. So, Yeah, wow. So um, what, uh, what do you love about getting in the pool three uh, times a day? Oh, I just, well, sometimes it's just the fun of bomb diving. I do, <laughs> do love a bomb dive. Entry to the pool via bomb is fun. I don't know. Water calms me down. So if I'm grumpy, oh, yeah. it calms me down. If I'm yeah. stressed, it calms me down. But also I just think um, I've, I've spent seven, I think it was seven months cleaning this pool but not using yeah. it. Yeah. And so part of me is like, oh, I love that, <laughs> using it. But I think actually the best swims are when I'm with people. So my mum came yeah. to visit the other week and it was the best because she loves being in the pool. I love being in the pool. So I'd have my work day mm. and then in the afternoon we'd both have a swim. And I know she'd have a swim in the morning when I'd be busy as well. And so, yeah, I think I, I just love chilling out with people in the pool. Yeah, yeah. Do you like swimming in the pools? You don't play Marco Polo or um, not by myself. That would dive. be a boy. <laughs> or with your with your mum. Or uh, no, we have flo- big floaty toys. rings. We just relax. I do yeah. have dive toys, but I I find that <laughs> that might be a little bit immature. Although I do do handstands by myself because that's super fun. <laughs> Who doesn't love a handstand? Am I right? Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. Oh gosh, did you grow up with a pool, Richard? Uh, yeah, for the second part of my childhood. Yeah. And, okay. Um, yeah, no, I've got good memories of that, but not not amazingly, not like I, I must have a pool or anything. So. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think it definitely parents... feels sometimes like a burdensome chore more than a luxury. But at the moment, it's feeling like a luxury because it's warm. No, I love the way you make great use of your pool with hospitality and yeah. families. So yeah, I'm trying like to woo that. all the children to come and play with me with their families because yeah. usually I I have no reason for my fun, my house to be fun for kids. Yeah. So this yeah. is my one way. Yeah, that's great. Anyway, what about you, mate? What have you been up to? Oh, well, I've been having a few games of chess with Andy, my youngest. Uh, which is, but the most um, remarkable thing, or the most noteworthy thing is that he's now beaten me twice. <gasps> Whoa. So we've, we've played for many years and I would sort of have to dial back to a really, you know, low level chess, random moves, that sort of thing. Yep. Um, but for some reason, he's picked it up with his school friends and they they play on apps, I think. Oh, um, so, right. So, you know, I'll, Andy will be doing his homework and I'll 
walk over and he's sort of got a chess game going on at the same time. Um, so, you know, I've got mixed feelings about this. There are worse, there are worse app distractions, you know, maybe. But um, he's actually gotten very good. Well, certainly better than me. And so, um, yeah, I've had a couple of games where I've really tried and he's beat me twice. And then, you know, fist pumped and jumped around the room and all that sort of thing. So (laughs) Uh, So it's a battle royale in the Sweatman house when the chessboard comes out now. Pretty much, yeah. Although, you know, I may never beat him again. You know, that just could be in my past now. So I've got a new future of cheerfully losing to my my son. Yeah, there's something special about that, Ruben, I imagine, as a parent. But does your competitive nature at all make you feel like, well, now I'm going to go do some chess study to oh, keep up or you don't bother like that? Yeah, I, I, don't, think I'll, um, I don't think I'll do any chess study. <laughs> I, will, I will play him again. I will try and I'll, yeah. I'll look for the weakness. But, That's um, good. No, That's there, good. It could be it. There may not be another win. So, wow. yeah, you know, just a little moment in time there. Wow, that's a big change. <laughs> Does Alex like to play? No, uh, not not much okay. games there. So, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know how long this will last for Andy as well. You know, the, with the uh, the trends of the playground, they come and go. So they do come and go. <laughs> they do come and go. But something that does not come and go, Joe, is oh, the word how about of God. that transition? <laughs> that was excellent. Well done. Um, the word of God does what, not uh, come and go. <laughs> what precious words have you been reading this last week? Oh, I've just been enjoying Philippians. Um, in Philippians two, I actually found it. It was, you know, Philippians 2 is your classic in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset of Jesus. And, mm. you know, he goes on this beautiful section of poetry about Jesus. But the part that stood out to me today was um, the the first five verses, uh, first four verses, but mm-hmm. I would particularly read verses three and four. Mm-hmm. Um, Do nothing out of selfish ambition, ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. And sometime in the past, I underlined each of you to the interests of others. And I thought, oh, I wonder mm-hmm. what was going on in my heart <laughs> when I wrote, underlined that. Yeah. But um, it really, these two verses were a bit of a check for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just appreciated it that um, I'm a pretty ambitious person. I, I like to achieve things. I like to do things yeah. that I want to do. Um, and it can be conceited and it can be selfish. Hmm. And so those words aren't just for other people. They're, they're definitely for me. Um, yeah. And the the call to do nothing in that way and then instead fill my heart with um, valuing others and being humble was just, um, you know, one of those things where you think, oh, thanks, God. Yeah, I needed that reminder. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I'm forgiven because, you know, in Philippians you can't help but move to and we are united with Christ, we're forgiven Jesus yeah. was the perfect example of, of humility and, you know, there is no ambition or conceit in him, selfish yeah. ambition or conceit in him. Yeah. And so it did move me to think about Jesus, but it was also a nice moment of, ah, oh, that's right, in all your plans, mm. Joe, just think about others, think about yeah. others, <laughs> value yeah. others, not yourself. And um, that's genuinely difficult to do, I think, at times. Yeah. So. Oh, mm. yeah, totally. And I think mm. what you're saying there just really illustrates the value of regular Bible reading. Mm. Um, because if I, if I was to sit you down and quiz you, Joe, on um, should you value others above yourself, you would go, I mean, you would score 10 out of 10 on a quiz <laughs> on these verses. Um, yeah, you read them all the time. Yeah. But, but that's not the same as obeying it day by day. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. Actually reading the words, hearing God speak to you mm. um, is what you needed at that moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. We all and I, that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Sorry, I cut you off at the end. Were you, did you have something to say? I'd, I'd finish that thought. Yeah. I guess I was thinking because um, I sort of prayed before I started reading, like, God, teach me here. I know what Philippians is about, but help me to come at it to to learn and to grow. Because um, mm. sometimes I can be that, that, that actual conceitedness is, oh, I know this. <laughs> and yeah. so God answered that prayer immediately, <laughs> which I'm really thankful for that um, I think he does really, like God's in the business of growing his children mm. and it's such a blessing um, but he works by his spirit and his word that way. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Um, yeah, I really like. Um, I really like the call to think about others more. I just think mm. if if our church communities are like this, it's that whole live such good lives among the pagans that though they might want to accuse you, they have nothing wrong to say about mm. you. Like, yeah. I think that it's a game changer to be godly Christians together and think of others more than ourselves. So, yeah. I'd really like to to be that more. And I can think of you. Can you think of people? I can think of a few people in my mind who embody this for me, oh, the, yeah. who really are selfless and kind and other person-centred. I really Very love quickly. that too. Yeah. 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 Can I ask, Joe, when it comes to practically mm. uh, in humility valuing others or looking to the interests of others, do you have any uh, disciplines, um, mm. key reminders, phrases, habits? Oh, that's a good that question. help you, um, you know, uh, apply this in, in the heat of the moment? or uh, Well... I'm probably um, I've where it hits the ground for me is um, the discomfort of life. So mm. I live a very comfortable life, but there are times when, um, for instance, I'm a bit of an introvert. So when it hits about two hours of hanging out with people, I'm like, right, let's go home now. <laughs> but that'll do. But church often goes for three hours for me, mm. Mm. and so. Um, valuing others above myself is not leaving when I feel like I want to leave and then mm-hmm. saying, well, I wonder what, who God will put in front of me, how I could think about others more than myself. And yeah. I never regret that ever. I've never regretted saying to myself, you're not here for you, you're here for others. Yeah, and that's, a, that's a big discipline for me on a Sunday because um, I go to church often twice in a day mm. and each time by about two hours I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go home. And yeah, so yeah. Um, that would be a big one. I think others would be um, – I'm a quick thinker and I like talking out loud. Like I like thinking out loud. Mm-hmm. And so thinking, is this other person, am I giving them room to think? Am mm. I giving them room to talk? Am yeah. I just saying what I think all the time? That's a really big way for me to value what other people, uh, other people above myself. Because if yeah. I'm just talking for me, I'm valuing my own words a lot. Yeah. And it's quite a conceited way of living. So hmm. they'd be two. They're actually really powerful illustrations, Joe, I think. Yeah, I think mm. um, for myself and I think for our listeners, they'll be going like, oh, wow, that's actually quite a good level of self-awareness <laughs> and that can lead you to some godly behaviour. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's, it's when I feel myself getting discomforted and then behaving in a way that I'm like, oh, that's actually not good behaviour because I'm, I'm uncomfortable, <laughs> but actually, so what? You're uncomfortable. Get over yeah. it. Like think yeah. about others. Think about what God wants you to do right now. Yeah. So that often is where I'm prompted to be less self-interested. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, do you I have anything particular? You're doing well in those areas. Oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> um, oh, man, no, that's a whole can of worms, all sorts of uh, – I'm a, an internal processor, so there's a lot oh, going of course. on of course. in all of these moments. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, don't, I don't know if I've got um, – uh, yeah, similar stuff to you, I think, Joe. A recognition of like, mm. 
oh, I've got some strong feelings of uh, about this or that. What's going on? Um, mm -hmm. Let's just check those feelings mm -hmm. and um, yeah, direct my thoughts, words, actions to the interests of others. So mm -hmm. um, yes, I'll yeah, I'll maybe pick this Good conversation stuff. up another time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but you have been reading a book I'm keen to hear about, Richard. Oh, by yeah. Timothy Keller. This is the forgiveness book, right? Yeah, this is a book called Forgive, um, mm -hmm. Why Should You and How Can You um, mm -hmm. by um, uh, Tim Keller, released uh, late last year. Uh, a really precious book, I think. And I'm, um, I don't know if you know, but uh, Timothy Keller, he's been diagnosed with pancreatic cancer in mm. the last few years. And um, yeah, I think he's doing well and in great treatment and a lot of support, but um, to, to be giving his time and energy towards writing uh, when it, you know, when when, um, you know, uh, I'd be tempted to look, just pack it up and take it easy mm. um, is very sacrificial and mm. generous on his part. Mm. Um, and so I'm thankful for the book and it's a great topic. I think it's a topic that needs to be talked about in this, mm. um, you know, uh, at all times because um, it's a biblical topic, but especially now um, with issues of um, cancel culture and injustice and, and um, um, the and self-righteousness that we're prone to really mm. helpful to have books on forgiveness and mm. so uh, in tim, typical uh, tim keller style he's really taken this topic um in hand uh he's looked at our culture he's discerned examined broken down our culture read it really well um brought in loads of bible content like if you think of a passage on forgiveness it's probably been rolled in on this book mm. um and uh organize it you know th theologically um uh, so lots to like. Um, it got a couple of highlights, a great chapter on um, wrath and mercy and forgiveness at the cross. You know, that big oh, question wow. of how doesn't forgiveness mean compromising on justice? Mm. Doesn't justice mean that you've got to forego forgiveness? And he just yeah takes that question head on and takes us to the cross. So that's a you know, centre of the book. And, that's brilliant. Um, brings a great solidity, um, robustness, yeah, Christ-centeredness. So, yeah, was loving that. Mm. And um, towards, the, towards the end, he's got some great stuff on, um, yeah, the process of internal forgiveness, how that works, how that flows out and connects mm -hmm. to um, requesting forgiveness, expressing forgiveness in a, in a horizontal sort of sense. Um, so and, internal forgiveness, what do you mean by that? Oh, that's um, kind of like um, that it's uh, from Mark 11, 25. Someone, um, it's a verse about forgiving in the moment um, when you realize something is not right between you and another person. Uh, uh, so it's a, it's a kind of inner commitment to forgive. Um, yeah, got it. But um, it's sort of connected to, goes hand in hand with a, an expression of you know, communication with the person who's offended you and, and expressing that forgiveness. Mm. So it sort of takes that, those two things, you know, to, pays attention to all the elements of forgiveness. Um, and so, uh, excellent. A um, couple of weaknesses, perhaps, maybe, I don't know. Um, there is, uh, it takes a little while to get to some day-to-day -day practicalities of forgiveness. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, if you're if you're a patient reader, you, you you'll love this. You'll have no problem. But if you if you're looking for to get to the answers, you you 
that, that are hitting you in the moment, um, yeah, you may want to skip forward or you, yeah, move move quicker through the book mm. um, because it is quite comprehensive. Um, but um, no, otherwise, look, I would you know happily recommend this to anyone wanting to think about forgiveness and. Um, oh, that's good. Um, yeah, work through some stuff and. Yeah, I mean, forgiveness is a very painful topic. So everyone's going to come to this book with their own story, their own mm. go on their own journey. Um, mm. And I, I come not guarantee that you know, read one book and you suddenly all your all the issues are mm. <laughs> fall away. Um, you know, it's there's a lot of work. It's, it's hard. It's a hard topic. But um, and does know, does the book acknowledge that what you've just said so beautifully? Uh, uh, yes, it, it does. Oh, that's it's different. Not as much as some other books I've read on forgiveness. Mm. Um, uh, Tim Timothy Keller is a he's a thinker. He's a reader. He's mm. he wants to speak with clarity and conviction. Mm. Um, so, yes, I, mm. I wouldn't speak for wouldn't speak for the different responses people will have there. Mm. Mm. Well, sounds like a fruitful book. <laughs> yes, Jen's reading it as well. My wife, yeah, oh. having a few chats about it as well. So. Ah. Oh. That's so great! Um, what a if, joy of marriage. That's so yes. good. <laughs> so let me know if you're feeling if I have if I've not forgiven you for anything. Let me know. I but no excuses. Uh, you're equipped now. <laughs> I'm going to be known, known as a as a d- deeply forgive. I had to forgive someone today, actually. Yeah. yeah. So they, I had to put it into practice today. Oh, good on you. Um, so yes, forgive. Happily recommend. But Joe, we are out of time. Very um, much out of time. This has been good chat. I've enjoyed talking pools, chess. <laughs> Philippians 2 and uh, forgiveness. But uh, Joe, is there a message we'd like to leave our readers with today? Yeah, yeah. We were talking before we started recording about how great it would be uh, for people to be thinking about reading books themselves. So if you've enjoyed listening to the podcast and maybe you've been listening for a long time but you haven't yet cracked a book while you've uh, as part of this journey, uh, why not pick up something today, something short or something long, maybe just a chapter just read a book and um, in, enjoy chatting about it with someone, maybe in your growth group or around church. Yeah. Um, you won't regret trying to dig into um, something that will mature you and grow you. So, yeah. Well, uh, we'll leave it there. Have a great week, Joe. Enjoy the uh, three times a day swimming and I'll <laughs> talk to you later. I will. See you, mate. Bye. Bye.